Well, good afternoon, Mr. Walsh. What are we drinking today? I have some um, some uh, soda. It doesn't look like soda. <laughs> Looks like a melted slushy. You are a melted slushy. <laughs> I've got some lavender and citrus tea, as well as my my unofficial sponsor. I guess it would, it would be my fuel. The band first day out from Atlanta, Georgia. Got a little scream ale. Very excited about it. It's called Sabbath. It says many- minors are welcome, all ages, but the minors are welcome is a little well on the nose. But it's um, yeah. non alcoholic, gluten free, vegan. I don't know how many drinks are not vegan, but that's what it says. So. Well, it's nice to put on the label anyway. Sure. How many crates of that you got in the. Uh... <laughs> in the shed i was just gifted one unfortunately it's actually really good like a blueberry root beer kind of i don't know how do you how do you get more though i've got to wait for this band to come back through or i can go to atlanta (laughs) georgia you probably have a chip Mm -hmm. all right what are we doing here what we should probably jump on in i think the, the change of seasons has me has me moving slow the fall pace is a bit more lax. I think we ought, in anticipation of what I presume is the forthcoming 2022 Spotify wrapped, we should make some predictions about how well or how poorly or how fun or how sad our results will, results will be. All right. Well, mine are... I'm usually pretty sad. Um, I think like last year, my number one song, no, it was two years ago, like my number one artist was like Flight of the Concords because it was just sad and I was listening to the letter. <laughs> I just wanted to listen to silly folk music. Uh, Good though. It's, I've been trying to keep a record of, of all of those raps so I can look back on. But this year, I'm... I'm I feel like my rap is not going to be very accurate of my listening habits from the entirety of the year. I don't use Spotify quite as much. So I'm interested to see what I did end up using it for. It's probably going to be a lot of Latin music. <laughs> I'm driving with Jenna. Yeah, I think mine, um, it's probably going to be heavily, heavily riot fest skewing. Yeah. Because that's that's the way it was last year, just in but preparation. Your minutes but, at least will probably like destroy all of us now. Because you don't you listen at work every day? Yeah, but I also listen to like podcasts and audiobooks. Because music kind of gets. No, I, I listen to a couple. I'm I'm inconsistent with my listening to podcasts on what uh, platform, but I also I really appreciate some on you. So. You listen yeah, to heavyweight? Uh, no. No, we gotta we gotta talk about heavyweight. If anyone listens to heavyweight out there, I know it's not an unpopular podcast, but it's just one of those things where you meet someone else that listens to it and you just like share a quick tear. So, what is it? Is it sad? It sounds like it's sad. Uh, it's it's just heartfelt. It's like people that have missed connections or or they've like fallen out of touch with people. And the podcast host 
kind of researches where those people have gone and brings them back together for confrontations or reminiscing stuff like that oh is that the one you sent me where he called everyone on his contact list what or you sent me a podcast where a guy called everyone on his like phone contacts no that was a different one but i don't remember what uh podcast i was on but yeah that that shook me to my core if i called everybody on my contact list i don't think i would even know 30 percent of the people oh i know even less because <laughs> they're all just first names it's crazy at least i've like put like in the business section of the contact like where i met them generally i only started doing this maybe like three or four years ago anything before that is just fucked. but um I have like you know it'll say at least Tinder or work or whatever. So. Yeah, I think the only some contact. the only thing that's like the only contact that I have like a business note in is from like freshman year of college when I met a guy at a frat <laughs> and he was nice to me. So I just put his frat in it. Jeez. <laughs> you got one. Right. You got yeah, one. I got one. <laughs> Shout out, Andy. You still remember his name on the cuff. Yeah, right? because he's the he only one that he no, he sticks out in all of my contact lists. Huh. I've got only a few from, from the Warped Festival and different festivals that just say like even double names, you know, Firefly, Firefly, two Abbeys from Firefly. Who knows what you're doing? I'm bad at meeting people at festivals. I've only met like one friend at a festival. Fixed time. I feel like you go deep in your friendships, so it's hard to like small talk over the the loud music. Yeah, and then move out to the side. But no, with I'm not and, a side kind of guy. You're not a side kind of guy. Straight to the middle. Just right down the middle. I think my only other festival this year, besides Riot Fest, was Bonnaroo. So I think my raps will. Probably only reflect those two, if I'm not mistaken. And then kind of everywhere all over the place, just in preparation for like the nightly shows. But I don't know if I'll have like a lot of consistent listens. My favorite albums of the year have all come out very recently. So, you know what we should do is look at like last year's rap, because I have screenshots probably, and see what like the categories were. And we can maybe go category by category and see what fits. Yeah, we can try. I mean, they definitely change them every year, but we can anticipate which ones we'll have. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be extra ashamed if they break up the minutes between like music and podcasts. Because like you were saying, music does, when you're doing kind of an absent-minded activity, music can also be kind of a passive listen if you're not trying but podcasts can kind of engage you and help pass the time so if i'm just doing emails or something having music on in the background is not often as effective as having a podcast yeah i usually have like a like just youtube videos on in the background if i'm just like going about my how much you premium or whatever on YouTube know. these days. Oh, it's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to be able to close your phone while you're listening. It's the only perk that makes it attractive to me. Well, um, 
pro tip out to everyone get mozilla firefox on your phone on your phone then you can yeah if you out. play youtube on mozilla firefox um and then you close it and then you can just like open it up and then no way press play on it and yeah that's what i do at work sometimes Ooh, that is a yeah. pro tip you know yeah, life hacks i think that's the first ever life hack i've ever given out <laughs> that's a useful i don't know yeah save me uh, some knowledge okay so i do have the um I'll, yeah, I'll read out. This should be fun. I'll, I'll read out what my uh, Spotify rap said last year. So it said, the opening credits theme. That was Violent by Carol's Daughter. The song <laughs> playing as you face off against your rival dance crew was Tongues by Joy Wade. That was a Ryfest one. Mm. Uh, the song playing as a single tear drops into your reflection in the pond. Devotion and Desire by Bayside. It's a good one. My audio aura was bold and focused it's a nice it's a nice uh yellow going into a uh uh orange like a gentle peach orange mm, nice. and uh i listened to 621 different artists my top artists were amigo the devil mother mother hawthorne heights fever 333 and enter shikari it reminds me, as an aside, I've got to find someone to come see Amigo the Devil. Oh, he's playing in the yeah. land. The fleet in the land real soon. I think the first of November. Have you heard? Actually, I want to talk about this because I don't know. We haven't talked about this. Fever. Um, everyone but Jason is no longer in Fever. Really? I've not heard yeah. this. Yeah, there was a post on Instagram by Jason, like thanking. Oh, I forget their names. They're great. Um, one's X um, Chariot, and then the other one's uh, Night Riot, I think, something like that. Um, but they left due to creative differences. But Fever is still going, so I guess he's just going to get two creative differences. Really? Yeah, I've never um, seen a band more like cohesive on stage. Like they're all in the same energy plane, and I mean that's so interesting to hear. Well, it, it very much seems like since the beginning, it's been Jason's vision. Mm-hmm. So I think that can kind of get, they've been doing it for like, I don't know, four years at this point. So I feel like maybe Jason. Gotta be even it. more than that, honestly, because we were seeing them before COVID. COVID kind of crunches time. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the same thing that happened with Let Live is Let Live was like, I think very much Jason's thing. And then he left everyone in let live and went to do fever well fever wasn't immediately after right he was like on a break a year. oh really a year. yeah yeah i think he went because i did the farewell tour let me look because i look at when the last uh let live album came out yeah i mean he's such a big personality i'm not surprised but i did feel like it was, the band was bigger than any one person. Like it has such a political and activism based bent. And I would have thought that it would have been bigger than egos or creativity, but so the last um Fever album came out in 2016 and then they had a farewell tour for that album. And then Made in America came out in March of 2018. So about a year and a half. Wow. And they were doing they were doing like demonstrations and stuff before that. 
but yeah, so there's going to be, they said there's just going to be the next era of uh, fever coming uh, in the next year. Fascinating. Did not hear about this, but looking forward to seeing what uh, Mr. Jason has in store for us. Yeah, I mean, I've loved everything he's ever done. So. Ever touched. Every yeah. featured song is... He's just, I feel like he tends he's, to feature on heavier songs than he creates himself. Like He's always included as like a really intense vocalist for some really heavy song. Yeah. And like he, yeah, he had he has the ability to do that, and I think he fever less so, but more in let live. Uh, he he could get heavy at once. I'd love to see like a side projects tour with no pressure and pressure cracks, co-headlining. Every no pressure show that I've seen played has been like, just feels like how punk must have felt when it was first coming out on the scene. Just absolutely bananas everyone piling on top of each other dancing like crazy it's a real underground energy for a real above ground vocalist so i'm sure parker cannon loves that although i want to say the story so far a riot fest was oh my uh, god nothing to nothing to scratch at. i is so Quite very a, near i so very nearly died yeah that was intense I lost a contact lens. I had to leave. <laughs> like it was a moment. moment. You know, it's bad because um, there were probably two to three people in like the couple of songs leading up to when I had to leave. Look at me and be like, "Hey, man, are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." What are you talking about? Uh, so apparently, I looked like death, and then when I left the pit, I got I had to get lifted out. Um, I walked over and saw Jeff and Connor and Jeff's face. He was like, Oh my gosh, you look terrible. <laughs> I was like, Oh really? I do, I do look blasted. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I was apparently I was just like really pale. <laughs> the only yeah, show was, worse than that this whole year was falling in reverse at incarceration. That was just every crowd server I've ever really? <laughs> thrown over my head. I've never had so many before. Because I remember going to, in January, I went to Falling Reverse um, with Hawthorne Heights and Wage War. And that crowd was pretty dead. Really? That was at, um, where was that? Webster. Webster Hall. Yeah, I feel like that's a really, it's not, I mean, sonically, that's a mixed bill. But I feel like all three of those crowds dislike each other. Like the Hawthorne Heights crowd isn't like all that into the the pittiness of wage war and like both wage war and Hawthorne Heights kind of look down on the falling reverse fan girls. Like everyone likes the same music, but the fans, like the core fans are so different. No, I think, I think Hawthorne Heights and wage war actually gelled better than mm-hmm. I thought they would because Hawthorne Heights like is pretty bouncy. Like you can jump around and push mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then wage war, you can also, you know, just jump around and shove each other around you. It's not all like, hardcore dancing in a big open circle pit which i i disdain you know how i feel about those um, so yeah it was kind of more of a traditional um pushing and shoving which was good but i think hawthorne heights kind of set that tone because they went on before which war 
curious so what comes after the uh the aura i don't think i don't think i can predict an aura for this year but oh after yeah i'm <laughs> i don't think they'll do the aura again yeah, no like... after the aura was the uh how many different artists you listen to and then it had your top five artists top five songs top genre was metalcore i only have twenty thousand minutes listened last year and i listened to 77 different genres which i don't know what even defines the genre in spotify though, so. yeah every, i think every artist <laughs> practically is its own if like i guess metalcore is like one of those categories that seems to cover a lot but oh no yeah but then there's also like melodic hardcore and then there's midwest emo and then there's east midwest emo and mid midwest emo and west midwest emo. i don't believe that i have mine but i think i don't think my minutes are will surpass like maybe 60 but i'll be under 60 this year um and i definitely think it will skew towards podcasts and i think i'll probably the i've listened the most to like new hardcore punk bands for sure but every song that comes out is like a minute long so i feel like it will um probably say that i've listened the most to those bigger alternative festival acts this week I have, you know, Hippocampus and King Princess coming to the theater. And, you know, I've been listening to a lot of artists like that. For Bonnaroo yeah, and Firefly and all that. So, Yeah, I think the, like, your top listened artist is based on minutes listened to, not right. songs listened to. Yeah, I have no idea. I think Stray from the Path right now is my favorite album of the year that just came out that was a really good album so, I took, I and it's not even that long that. either so it's not about, about 40 minutes 35 minutes maybe less let me see um, yeah no I, te- I texted you about that that was really good and the wonder years was really fucking good i haven't listened to the wonder years yet oh my god dude it's it's <laughs> it's good it might it might be number one for me Castray was amazing. Uh, Stick to your guns was delectable. Um, We've got all of our our metalcore favorites. We got like a very classic counterparty album. Got Stray and Stick to Your Gun. I haven't listened to counterparts yet. I think it was just this past Friday. Yeah, it came actually dropped with the singles. You know, for a bit. Euthanasia was 39 minutes. Yeah. Right on the notes. That's yeah, that's a good that's a good length for an album. It just it feels short because they're so catchy. Like straight from the path, songwriting is always like it's repetitive in a good way, I guess. Like you always know the hook. Just they really ingrain it into you. Mm-hmm. I think three is like one of the grooviest songs. Oh my god. It just chills all up and down all the way through. I would love to hear all three versions of it played back to back. Imaginable at one, two, three. Yeah, I have. I'm looking. I have like seven songs saved from that album already, and I've only listened to it a couple times. But yeah, no, that was really good. Um, 
So yes, yeah, probably probably going to be actually like a really good album that came out earlier in the year. Because let's see, I've on a playlist. Yeah. Just no, Friends is going to be a lot. Beach Bunny. Yeah, Beach Bunny will be up at top for me. Beach Bunny and Pale Face. I think King Gizzard put out his like fifth album this year, this past year. I'm, I'm sure they did. They just don't stop putting out music. Maybe uh, Carol's Daughter. Last 10 Seconds of Life, I listened to a lot of. Um, oh, and um, JID. JID, uh, but I'm, uh, I can't think of the name. Body, Body Snatcher. Snatcher. Body Snatcher, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Body Snatcher is definitely up at the tippity top. I mean, great deathcore year. Great deathcore year. And we're going to close it out with Oshano. So, mm-hmm. cannot be any more happy. I was really upset that this weekend we had, we had Carnifex, Spite, Oshano left to suffer Crown Magnetar. And I could not go. Cause we, had a, we had Within Temptation and they... Went way over time. And then yesterday I missed the uh, Attila Rage tour when they played all the way through Rage. I missed two great shows this weekend. I don't know how to make up for it. My heart hurts. Alanis Morissette put out an album this year. Alanis Morissette's alive? It might be posthumous. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask that question. I don't know. Um... Hold on, Googling Alanis Morissette. I hope she's okay. <laughs> she's fine. 48. Oh, really? She's not old? No, she did. Like, what was her song? You Ought to Know? It came out in like 95? Yeah, 95. You just sounds like an old name. Alanis. <laughs> so now you're just making fun of the woman's name. Well, it just it's fact just sounds old. Fine. Okay. What what does KMFDM stand for? Someone just texted me. Uh, didn't I make up something for yeah, I think you did that at RIFS? It's probably it's wild and inappropriate, whatever. Yeah, it I can't say it all. <laughs> uh, something, something about dads. Uh, yeah, doesn't say up for anything. Y'all. Make up your own. Yeah, listener. Actually, I want to. If anyone wants to, maybe I'm sure people have done this already. Yeah. I think CKY actually does have something that it stands for, right? Oh yeah, but you want to say it? Doesn't. What it's, you know what it is? Yeah. Oh, sure. It's camp kill yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a whole camp? Themed yeah, it's like a summer suicide? camp. I don't know. It's probably like James Jonestown. I thought it said Jamestown. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah, I could, I could see their music being the kind of droning mind control tunes. I always told you there was something weird about that band. I know you're you've always thought that they have like a mind control element because yeah, that was the year they went to warp tour and you were freaking out yeah that scares me now now i understand why 
Nice. Yeah, they're essentially a cult, unlike Ymir, which is not a cult. No, Ymir's not a cult, nor Spike, for that matter. No, Spike's not a cult either. It's not even a cult. Can we talk about people using Vs as use and it needs to stop? There's got to be a reason. I mean, it's so common. I just have, maybe we just don't know. Maybe like is it like a real thing? Is it like a black craft? I feel like black craft Why started. Why do people use V's instead of U? Yeah, black, you think black craft was first? I don't. How long have they been around? I don't know. They're trendsetters in fashion. I mean, there's certainly like a Latin stylistic thing. Why is it spelled V? Oh, there's like a lot of architectural results that are coming up. Why on old buildings do they replace you with a V and carved stones? It's probably easier to carve. <laughs> Why do, uh, yeah, That's always funny. look like octagons because it's easier to carve a straight mm-hmm. line. You just. An allograph is a variation of a letter in another context. Uppercase and lowercase letters are allographs. Before the letter U was added to the Latin alphabet, the shape of V was an allograph that stood for both the vowel U and the consonant V. There you go. Oh, so it's Latin ruining everything again. Yeah. I'm glad it's dead. <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Indy almost falls to his death because he forgot in Latin, Jehovah begins with an I. That's the whole, oh my God, that's like the whole theme of the movie is like the opening scene when Indy's a young man. And then his dad's making him recite like Bible scripture. It's like Yehovah begins with an eye. That's a bad Sean Connery. Hold on, let me go into Sean Connery. <clears throat> I'm a Spaniel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen Highlander? Have you seen no. Highlander? He's in the movie, and like he, the main character asks him like what his ethnicity is, and with his trademark Scottish accent, he goes, "I'm a Spaniel." What? Like, no, you're you're not Sean Connery. So strange. I don't I don't ever want to dive too deep into mainstream pop culture, but the first my first time hearing the new Mario voice from the new movie was on SNL the other night. Oh, and man. I almost like the SNL cold open was terrible. It was like, I don't know if you saw it. It was do, do they have any good comedians on that show anymore? <laughs> I don't. I will say I haven't even finished the first episode, but Bowen Yang was the host of the cold open. It was like a game show. It was like, don't lose your cool. And it was so bad. But yeah. I feel like people want Bowen Yang to be funnier than he is. <laughs> he has very select moments, but um, yeah. but yeah, the the whole point of the game show was like to not lose your mind over news and new like none of it made any sense except for like the kanye west news anyway they showed a <laughs> clip of the new mario with chris pratt's voice and like a woman lost her mind over it and i i felt that one it just, it just sounds like chris sense. pratt it's yeah. it's chris pratt doing chris pratt at a Not higher a hot register take. i know everyone's saying that but i just i, I had to get it off my chest i just yeah it needed to be upsetting said. it's upsetting yes there's he so says many I feel like it's just the Mario guy do the Mario voice. And like it's fine, yeah. A Mario, like you could have the original guy, you could have any Italian person 
I think like, the a voice guy actor. Has, it's past him. Whatever the case, Chris Pratt did not need to be a voice actor for an entire Yeah, like it, like he's not drawing new audiences to the movie. It's not like, oh, I was going to see the Mario movie. Oh, but Chris Pratt's voicing in that. I'm going to see it now. Okay. Where, where, what even are we doing? Um, <laughs> All right. I'll just, you know, what's your, what, what, what is, like, well, these are, these are bad to try to guess because it says the opening credits theme. That's bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are the things that are going to change. I don't, I don't have any, uh, I haven't listened to anything repetitively enough this year that I can say, besides maybe like all of Show Me the Bodies music um why don't you just guess your top five most listened artists on spotify why don't i do that why don't you why why don't you i would guess stick to your guns show me the body Body Snatcher, Citizen, and I think just because of Riot Fest and like how extremely excited I was to see them again, and I originally in anticipation of when we were young, I will say the story so far, because that's like what I was most looking forward to, but that could be a could be a toss up in that slot. I think my most listened to song of the year was probably "Lily and the Moon" by Thornhill. And your top genre? My top genre? You think that would be like Latin pop? <laughs> yeah, if it goes by minutes, probably um, either Latin music or new jazz. Neo jazz, um, it's but if it goes by, <laughs> disagree. If it goes by uh, artist or song, and it would just be straight up punk, hardcore punk. You know, definitely. Uh, okay, yeah, I think that I think that fits. Mine, Hawthorne Heights is always on there somewhere. They're never my most listened to. Their songs are never in my top 20 most listened to songs. They're, they're always there. Um, honestly, I'd probably put I put Amigo in there because that's just like my comfort music. Yeah. It's just like if I if if I ever don't know what I'm comfortably like, listening to people yeah. dying in a parlor. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like the thing where you don't really feel like listening to anything in particular so yeah. just throw on amigo um there were a few ride fest bands that i put in my cache that were like that like bands that i just know i'll be able to listen to at any time like kid sister was definitely one of them a few of those like opening riot bands uh, on the rise stage got locked and that's kind of how beach money started too just like a great band to listen to when you don't want to listen to anything else yeah Go on, go on. Uh, Andersh Kari is probably still there. 
I listened to. I listened to a lot of their. I didn't give um, their newest album. What's it called? I was just. I, I don't want to get it wrong because it's. I didn't go to their uh, last show with Trash Boat that was here, but I heard it was quite a performance. They, oh, they're like, they're lines fantastic. up on crazy like windows and was jumping all over the place and crazy light show. Yeah, I know it came out two years ago, but if you haven't listened to Nothing Is True and Everything Is Possible, it's absolutely fantastic from start to end. Um, I didn't get it. I didn't give it enough love until late last Even year. Even from start to end, really? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, really I think good. it lulls. I think it lulls. Well, it has like interludes, but that's the you know. It's <laughs> what interludes are. Yeah, they're supposed to be. Um, it flows with the album, but like every song that isn't an interlude is really, really good. Um, and I'll probably put the Wonder Years because I listen to a lot of them for Riot Fest and um, I just listen to them a lot generally. So yeah, probably Wonder Years. Did I do five? Is that five? I think that's four. Four. Uh, hmm. Maybe Run for short. Really? Maybe. Who was the band that we kind of walked in on? I think it was Day 2. Oh, Pale Waves. I can't believe how catchy those songs are. Every single one of them stuck in my top song might be There's a Honey. Uh, Really? Yeah. Because that's the song I've said I wanted to do a choreographed dance to. Because it's so like choreographed danceable. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah that, that might be my top song but all right let me think it's probably not a friend for short let me think back to my year could be traders um new traders coming out soon too i believe yeah yeah i thought i thought it was going to come out earlier in the year but it didn't and that's just how that situation has developed josh um, a is pr- probably one of your top songs that silly josh a song what's silly josh a song there's no <laughs> silly josh a songs he actually he was bad <laughs> he was really bad life i saw him for like two songs and then just left there's no silly josh a songs they're also they're very sad are you talking are you thinking of joey valence and Bray? perhaps whatever the one about um inseminating someone is that's none of them <laughs> what do you I mean the one what, where there, there was a there was one riot that's on that was super gay it was fantastic oh that's um they told me that's no i didn't listen gay. to that that was just that was all over like whatever TikToks that i oh. that come up on my feed um it was an will play tiktok sometimes <laughs> um no that was the one that connor was really into oh uh, what's his name i am jake hill jake hill yeah <laughs> but that was like a jake hill side project song yeah. yeah no i i've never actively listened to that song uh, i've just heard it <laughs> um but no not that one <laughs> that song is a lot <laughs> um yeah i guess my, my five's up in here who do i normally listen to a lot might be fever 
Five five's up in the air. I really don't know. Um, yeah, like Monster Flames is always in contention. Like Actually, it might be because I did I did see them this year. So when when did you see them? I saw them with. Um, I was going to see them with Architects. That tour was canceled. I saw them with um, Fox Lake and Fox Lake. You saw Fox Lake this year? Did I see Fox Lake? No, I didn't. Not see a Fox chance. Lake. Not Fox Lake. Alpha Wolf. Oh, yeah. animals, canines. Alpha Wolf and um, did Alpha Wolf ever go back to Australia this year? They had like so many American tours. What's what's the other uh, Australia boys? The metalcore Australia lads. Mm, so many. Just for the damn. Start naming them. Thornhill. No. In Hearts Wake. No. Hold on. I have to play this. Polaris. Oh, yeah. I saw. I think I actually saw that show. Polaris and Alpha Wolf. Maybe it was a yes, side you did. show. Yeah, yeah, you saw it after I did, like a week after. Yeah, um, and then I saw Alpha Wolf again with Era. And Invent Animate. We missed Invent Animate, but they were also on the show. Oh my gosh. Invent Animate was also on that Era show. Saw them twice this year, too. They're so good. They're like, great. Listening to Invent Animate recorded is never the same as listening to them live. They just bring so much intensity. Great band. All right, so I actually I thought we'd uh, we would have some juicy predictions here, but I feel like we just don't know what they're going to throw at us. Yeah, I think this past year was the biggest like wild card, um, and uh, it's hard to predict like how many hours and how many different genres and how many new artists you listen to. Mm-hmm. Like numbers wise, it's impossible. Um, British Bandcamp did the same thing. It's a real Bandcamp year. I've never listened to anything on Bandcamp. Really? It's Bandcamp's news sections, like the, the, the articles that they write, are so useful for finding new bands. There's almost never something that they post that doesn't contain something I've never listened to. Well, that's then nice. go to their homepage and just browse within any genre you like what people are writing about. A great place to learn. They did a fun article recently on how Cincinnati is a great place for punk music. And they, they were like, well, it's not one of the, the heavyweights like Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> but it's coming up. Heavyweights in terms of in Ohio. <laughs> in terms of where Every band comes through to play. New York City. Well, between New York City and Chicago is Cleveland. We are the top of the B market. Still B market. <laughs> Population, you know. Get all okay, the good. You're on, you're on top of play. like you're on top of like Salt Lake City. Congratulations. Yeah. Salt Lake City is just between the Denver stops and the LA and the Phoenix stops. 
I feel like Denver is a good city. Yeah, that's how you feel. Music for music seems like it would be a, a cool underground vibe. I mean, that's where we're all kind of feeling that we're going to end up. But I don't, I just am so, I feel like it's a hard market to break into since there's already so many independent venues. Well, that's just because discussion for another day. All of our friends like weed and skiing. <laughs> I like neither of them. I, I don't know how to ski. Never learned. I grew up I don't around have any interest in skiing or skydiving or scuba diving or any of that. It's weird how you lumped those three in together. It's like just any, any, any downward extreme. motion. Yeah. It's not really for me. I don't like rolling down a hill. Right. I don't really know how long it's been, but do you have any uh, general takes for how you think Spotify ought to run their raps? How they ought to run their raps? Um, yeah. Let me the focus has really been on on sharing lately. Like the aura and stuff was definitely created just to have something to, you know, screenshot and put on your Instagram story, right? Um, yeah. I'm glad that they're focusing on the social aspects. I think that's the main thing that Spotify has going for it right now. Yeah, I think um a cool thing that Wrapped could do is like have say like a top five songs that you and all your friends listen to. Mm-hmm. Um because what I, I like that the collaborative playlist that they did, you know, when yeah, that was cool. You made it and then they were like, Oh, these are the songs that you both listen to, and then here's some suggestions from one side and some from the other side. So yeah, I think it would be cool um to see like what your entire group was listening to. Um, I mean, this this to me would be way like I don't know how they could ever implement something like this, but in my personal vision and dreams, I would love to be able to set listening goals for the next year. <laughs> like, I want to listen to ten thousand minutes of polka music in twenty twenty three, and then have like a like an achievement counter style quota. I don't know if that would be too gamifying of the system, but I don't think artists would necessarily mind if we were giving them the extra listening just to achieve our our quotas. Yeah. Also like, um, I think, did they do this last year or the year before is like what percent of, um, of your listening time was what artist? I don't remember that one. Or uh, I think they did like Connor was in the top 1% of uh, Kublai Khan listeners. Oh, yeah. In terms of minutes. Yeah. Like the f- how, yeah, how much relative to other fans you were, not how much relative to your own listening. Yeah. Um, Kublai Khan. I do like that they've implemented kind of direct action features like the ability to donate directly to artists and buy merch and tickets and whatnot but i still cannot believe that they don't have like a 
a message board or like a po- like a wall for fans to post on for artists or even direct message artists like that's because spotify is branded as like the social music app that's like where they have to go with it um especially since they're lagging so far behind on the uh the sound quality side of things being able to engage artists more directly would be even if it was just like reaction buttons or something that only the artists could see and you get some feedback mm-hmm. that kind of thing would be really cool but that's aside from wrapped yeah i haven't I, checked the was... spotify boards in a while yeah no, I've, I've never done that <laughs> I think I think it would be kind of a nightmare if you had like a chat for an artist, especially if it's like a controversial artist. <laughs> they would get every artist would get so much hate. Like maybe you have the ability to toggle it off, but <laughs> yeah, or they, they would have to have like very strict censoring measures in the That's chat. The biggest concern is that anywhere yeah. you put up a message box, the entire world of bots and hate hateful folks are gonna fill it up. Yeah, and people are gonna like send links to their free OnlyFans for people who like <laughs> Carnifex. Yeah, having sex to the newest album. <laughs> one one cum shot per breakdown. The yeah. good goal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you might have some trouble if you get over to the body snatchers and. Yeah, that's not sustainable. No, it's not. Some some fancy editing work, you know. Just be days, days of <laughs> recording. Sure. What the hell have you done? Well, I hope yeah, at the yes. very least they split up, as I said before split up our listening time amongst audiobooks, podcasts, and music because I don't want my minutes to be tainted by my excessive podcast binging. Yeah. And maybe maybe there could be an to like suggestions based on your listening over the course of the year. Suggestions for different uh, playlists. Because I know they have it on like the main dashboard, but mm-hmm. you know, not everyone goes into their Discover Weekly stuff like that i gotta say i used to be a big discover weekly hater it would always show me songs that i already knew but for the past couple months i've only had like two or three songs i know per week so it's been pretty pretty solid lately lately. yeah so i think i think that would be a good um like ai determined based on your listening habits um at the end of the year like well this album came out this year give it a listen Maybe they can collab with one of those uh, AI image generators and give you an image based on your listening habit. Give you an OnlyFans account (laughs) suggestion based on your listening habit. Not a bad idea. You can integrate with everything. All right. I think um, we've got a few more uh, little recording bits to wrap up on uh some actual themed shows but haven't chatted chatted in a while so we're getting into uh i guess this is inside baseball but we're getting into spooky season what does it baseball mean inside baseball it's a it was a 
<laughs> sports. Anyway, I've got a my my Halloween Eve, the night before Halloween show, is Hatebreed, Gate Creeper, Body Snatcher, and Dying Wish. So pretty hyped about Scooby. that this year. Yeah, what should I dress up as in the pit? Um, what would be good to see flying around? Hmm. I don't think I can pull off this zany demon character. First no, absolutely not. I'm not good at uh, cosmetics. Yeah, okay. something that doesn't require a good amount of makeup. Um, I'm just being an, an inanimate object of some kind, like a pen or an eraser. No, that's bad. <laughs> Moist talent. Oh, sure. corn. I'll be corn on the cob. That's popular these days. Okay. This is an audio medium. They can't see your face. <laughs> they can tell. <laughs> they can tell the disapproval you're receiving across. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, corn's fine. I was going to suggest something like cute and cuddly, but. I'll yeah. put a lot it's of butter, buttery pillows on it. You're going to butter pillows and then put it on no, it? No, you know, pillows of butter. Puffed it along the cob. Okay, well, you said buttery pillows. <laughs> yeah. You should hand out butter and, and then, then have, have people rub, rub you. Well, I, I will technically be working. So no, you lay lawsuits. down. Okay, here's what you do. You set up a couch in the middle that looks like butter, and then you lay on it, and then you just like roll around. It sounds like an expensive couch. What? It sounds like an expensive couch. Couch made of butter? No, not made of butter. Uh, just like a, a yellowish. All right, I think we're butter. way off. Butter. <laughs> Thank you, this Mr. should have ended. It should have ended five minutes ago. All right. Thank Great you. Great chatting with you. Yeah, I guess. More to come. All right. Cheers. Peace out.